they're probably with that country music star that night. Hey, folks, sorry about last week. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about all the weeks. I still don't know if we've had a show this year I or feel, not. I mean, while we do this quick intro, I'll just go ahead and... I don't think we have. I don't I, think there's been a 2021 show. Oh, no, I think I said I thought we did. I, I thought, I feel like I mean, we've done I mean, if there one. was, there was one. But we, the last time we recorded, it was cold, but but tolerable with a fire. And it's been, like, too cold for that for a number of weeks now. So, it's been a minute. I mean, no, I can't even find but us. But on this particular episode, whatever number it happens to be... I think this is good. We covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. We did not talk politics. Nope. Didn't even acknowledge oh, oh, anything sorry. political. I mean, playing... <laughs> sorry, I played We the talked pod. about porn and rape and... Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Not in that order. And... <laughs> And it's not that kind of rape. Oh, and golf. A little bit. And uh, current events for us personally. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. And so. then uh, we talked about ways to to ruin already silly holidays. Yeah. And uh, it's not a bad show for being... Uh, for not- we heard you. We got some texts from Australia. We got some texts from not Australia. Uh, Matt, Matt's uh, Mick Smear lookalikes in that one oh, text yeah. were spot on. That, like, well, that was Greg the Hammer. Oh, okay. Those are real guys. That was Brutus okay. the Barber Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine. And if you noticed, both guys had their pierced nipples. That's a little bit off-putting. <laughs> now, those guys are raping like the sharing, basement. Being two ex-retired wrestlers that are clearly living in Boca Raton is one thing. Yeah. But to both have pierced nipples, it was like... And guts. Like, yeah. real deal guts, yeah. too. Like, We like to wrestle, and whoever wins is to be on top. <laughs> Want to come? I'm good. I'm good. I, um... We'll help you come. No, I'm good. (laughs) No, no, no. You ever had an old retired wrestler's (laughs) big meat paw on your dick? Every time I rub my cauliflower ear. (laughs) You ever had a hand job from a man whose hands are so big your dick just disappears in his his palm? You want to come back to my my hut? Stories from the road. The one night Andre did drink too much. I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You want some cocaine? I'm going to go. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. You'll like it. Thank you for the autograph. It was and nice we'll, to meet And we'll try to do, you know, weather permitting. This has just been a really nice stretch. Next Thursday, it could very well be yeah, know, we'll, negative we'll, 20 degrees. We'll try and get back on the horse. So Maybe, yeah. we'll, uh, maybe we'll take the, the gear out on the golf course at some point. That'd be even better. Enjoy. Later. Negroni, ugh, that's awful. I've been laying off the beers for about three weeks now. <laughs> so, so I've been laying off the beers, so just Negronis. Well, just really, it's not it's not about laying off of alcohol. It's just about not feeling shitty. And I figured out if I drink beer, even if I just have like two, I feel rotten. Mm, but if, but if I have like a gin drink or two or a, a tequila drink or two, I don't feel bad the next. It's the next day. It's not the same day. Really. Uh, like Super Bowl Sunday, I know you mentioned you had a few beers. I and... had like four, and it, and the next day I felt like I had had a case. And you're and getting old. Man. No rhyme or reason. To what are you? It. What are you? Thirty three now. Thirty four. Thirty four. I think I've had a birthday since we recorded last. Maybe thirty four years old, man. We that's haven't what recorded I... this year. That can't be true. We haven't recorded this year. No, we haven't made a twenty twenty one show. 
I no, don't that, think. that can't be true. I I think, I'm think. pretty sure we did one. It would have been early in the year. It would have been early, but I'm yeah. pretty sure we did one. I feel confident about it. I'd have to go. We'd have to, we'd have I don't to. think it's that hard. I can look at my phone right now. No, no, I'm just ahead. not going to. I okay. feel very confident. I don't think we Not did. like, what was the movie that I had? Not Wagons East. Not Wagons East. Positive. Positive, but I feel pretty good about it. I was just, I was just thinking, you were talking about beers and Negronis. I actually just celebrated. Your one year? My one year. Yeah. I didn't get a sobriety chip or anything. <laughs> When you, don't, when you don't do AA. When you're not part of the program, <laughs> you don't get to celebrate within the program. That did feel kind of shitty. Because it's like, I did it. Yeah. What'd you get? I mean, a paddle well, on the back. And not only that, like if you talk to diehard program people, they won't give you like even like a verbal congratulations because you're not doing it uh, the yeah, right yeah. way. I don't know. I don't know any of the rules. I just know that, I mean, that would be pretty lame. I, I hope that's not true. I hope that's something you heard from a... a, a you know, a, it's, an angry friend who, no, who well, was shunned it, by some AA friends. I've heard it by way of, of Mark Maron's podcast. Mm. Um, that means it's true. No, not his. It was Chris Hardwick's podcast because Chris Hardwick got sober by himself. And whenever he would interview people who were also sober, but they were part of the program, mm. there was there was always like a little bit of friendly headbutting in a sort of like, you're not doing it the right way. You need. Well, what would, you what, need, what's his uh, contention? Did he bo- he said you're not doing it the right way too. I no, mean, no. Do both sides AA, have that argument? The AA people often. This was a long time ago. Would tell Chris Hardwick, "You're not doing it the right way. You need a support system. You need the steps, and you're setting yourself up for failure by not doing it the right way." Meanwhile, Chris Hardwick's like 20 plus years. Sober without a, it, a slip up. I don't see the reason to so, to create enemies where there shouldn't be enemies. If you have two people tell that, that to modern day liberals, well, if you have two people <laughs> that have a a, a similar goal, a sim- similar end game, does it matter much how you got there? I I don't say like my friend who actually cares about this shit. He he was like tracking me on this journey because he himself is also doing it, mm. and he's had like a few slip ups fairly large slip-ups, but he's like, I can't believe you've done this without AA. You may need to be closer because there's more bird noise. I like the birds. I know, but I'm saying, like, we're competing with the microphone now. So You, might you think wanna, so? You might want to get a little closer. Well, you're, like, on it. If I get closer to it, we're, this is I'm the closest I would be to a human without a mask, and, and I don't even know how long. Yeah. So I, I don't. It's not that I don't trust you. It's just I don't feel like I would be very comfortable. I'm surprised, given how serious, the the degree to which you've taken COVID more seriously than me. Not that I haven't taken it seriously, mm. but there's a sliding scale, and you're farther up it than I am. I, I don't I know if that's true. I think it's 100 percent true. I'm surprised. I just say I don't know that it's true. <laughs> I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm wagons eats positive. It's true. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm just surprised you haven't found a way to finagle your way into a vaccine. I don't, I'm not one of these people. I'm not, I'll wait my turn, man. I'm not crazy. I'm just also not stupid. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm well, just saying, well, I trust, the, I, the, I trust you. The right? proof within the sliding scale argument is I don't have a routine COVID test day. I don't either now. So you haven't talked but, in a long you, time. But you did for a long time. I didn't see any reason not to. If the, if the place was 10 minutes from my home and was quick, if I was in and out, in under five minutes weekly, I didn't yeah. see any reason for me to not do it. Did that stop once the location went away? Yeah, and it, I think the federal government just didn't... I, I don't know. I guess 
they ran out of tests for a while there because no one I still can't register for a test with like the Cobb Board of Health which is what it used to be right or I don't think it was Cobb it was something else but anyways well, I used to get state sponsored tests yeah and now I have to go and do the rapid test, which are a little bit more intensive, but they're still free. So I don't do them as much. Like I went. They're, well, they're free if you go to the hood. I haven't, other than the place you've mentioned, I haven't found a single free rapid test site. They're all 250 or so. That's absurd. The, in fact, we have a, not a coworker, but a lady that we work closely with who, get this, her husband and both of her kids got COVID. She stayed in quarantine with them for 14 days in their house. And her sister that she shares an office with got it the same week. She's been around all those people. She neither, she neither got it nor tested positive for antibodies after they were all better. Mm. She never got it from them, even though she was in the house with them. And it wasn't a case of her being asymptomatic because she didn't ever pass the antibody test either. She just completely missed it. Hey. Uh, let's go back. I'm not. You, you make is, it seem like I just tests. showed up to your house in one of Charlie Kelly's quarantine homemade suits. That's not. I, I'm not doing that. I just. We. This would be too close. I even said when I arrived here, you had the chairs in such a way that uh, I thought I just, this was a, a prayer session, not a fucking together. podcast. I just threw it all The chairs, they, they were, they, we were touching. Well, it looked shitty out here. I was neatening, and I was just moving shit around. I like your setup. You got your Negroni on the stool. Yeah. <laughs> this is very classy. Yeah. You got a good look. So, what else have we missed? What is there any... You got a dog now. We got a new dog. I feel like Dennis Reynolds right now. Two dogs? <laughs> we got a dog, Polly. Uh, never planned on getting Polly. Polly was a total unplanned thing. And... <laughs> Was mostly free, so I'm not complaining too much. <laughs> There's a lot of stories to unwind there, but... But, well, long story short, my mom's <laughs> closest friend for the last, like, 15 years, her father was passing away and was going to be leaving a small white dog behind, a mm. little multi-poo. And nobody wanted to take the dog, so my mom's friend reached out to us the dog's only three years old. She loves kids. She likes dogs. She's uh, sleeps at the foot of your bed kind of dog. Super easy. Super mm. chill. Da, 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 you, are you interested? And to my surprise, Kristen was on board right away. She was like, why not? Like, I work from home. I make money now if we needed a vet for something. <laughs> you know. She's what like, a game changer. Well, we have like, money you know, now. She was like, you know, the, the monster doesn't like the girls. He's never played with them once. This would be a dog for them. They'd have a buddy to sleep in their room mm-hmm. with them. Like, why not? Like, let's make a pros and cons list. And it's like, I can't really think of any cons other than one day it might cost money. But that's also true of the dog we already have and would be true of any dog at any point in time. Yeah. And, and then she's free. She's housebroken. She comes from people we know. Like, what's the downside here? And so, for like, we decided, probably stupidly in hindsight, we decided to include the girls in the decision because Kristen's one stipulation was, I don't want to bring this dog here and have the girls go, we don't want a dog. Like, that's not (laughs) ideal. I said, it's not likely that they'll do that, but I understand your point. Like, that would suck if we just walked in with it and they're like, we don't want it. Like, we want cats, you know, Mm -hmm. or something. So, we decided to ask them and showed them photos of her and... Of course, they were super excited and raring to go from, like, day one. Right, So right, for, right. like, three weeks, talking about this dog, show, getting texts with videos of her playing and pictures, 
got texts of her on the airplane flying up from Florida to Georgia to come live with us. The girls are getting more and more excited. And then the the plane photos came, and then, like, several days went by. And I called my mom. I was like, hey, what's, what's up? Because, like, she's in Georgia, and when are we getting her? Like, the girls keep asking, and I don't know what to tell them, and this is your friend, and her dad just died. I don't want to press, you know, but, like, when's the dog coming? And, like, a full week went by, and eventually we just got told... She can't let it go. It's the only thing, you know, connecting her to her now deceased father. She's she's bonded with the dog. Da 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 da. <laughs> and like apparently she was like crying in the closet because she's not only mourning her dead father and upset, she's also upset that she's going to break the hearts of her best friend's grandchildren. Multiple multiple tears mm-hmm. flowing. So much so that at some point her husband called me, and I know him really well. You've met him. He, he called me, he said, I'm going to meet you right now, and I'm going to give you money to go buy one of these little white dogs. And I was like, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Which is where, when we were texting, I was trying to get something out of you. Yeah. And you were like stoically competent. Like, no, you, you were like, I wouldn't, I don't want to do that. And I was like, such a man of high character all of a sudden. Like this new guy that says, no, yeah. I don't want your thousands of dollars yeah. for this dog. Well, yeah, because he was like, go get a Havanese puppy. They're like, two grand. I'll meet you right now. I was like, no. You're not going to give me $2,000 today. See, we what did- I do in that situation is I say, I'll be there. You tell me where to go for that. <laughs> no, let me finish. Yeah. Go, we'll meet for the Havanese. Yeah. Pick out the cutest puppy they they have. Yeah. Just the cutest one. Yeah. He writes the check. Everyone hugs. Yada, yada, yada. No kids involved. Let me yeah. give you that, that detail real quick. No kids. <laughs> yeah. Pull right back out of there. That Havanese is going on to whatever social media. Not well, not one they can see. So we'll probably do a private posting <laughs> on like n- next door yeah. or something. Havanese for sale. Most beautiful puppy. Put some like twenty seven pictures. Five hundred dollars. Uh, you know whatever. A thousand more than what he just paid. Right. And just to start. Yeah. And then work it back. Get that money. Mm-hmm. Take the pick the kids right up. Newly newly three grand richer. Yeah. Run down. Adopt a little white puppy from mm-hmm. somewhere else and just start all over again yeah adopt don't shop well that's what we ended up doing long story short <laughs> pocketing the three grand well no, no, no. First, first of all like this is this is my, my mom's <laughs> best friend it's my dad's best friend it's like i said i appreciate what you're trying to do but i'm not going to take two thousand dollars from you right now we haven't even told the girls that the dog's not coming yet for all we know they might be cool with it and we don't even have to worry about this mm. Said, I will keep you in the loop as far as what we do next. If we decide to go look for a dog of any kind, I'll let you know. So, but I can tell you right now, we're not puppy mill people. We're not. I'm not because he was like, like just the, the, he said, there's breeders in Texas. They'll they'll literally fly it here and bring it to your door. I'm like, yeah, I don't want a puppy mill dog that's got like bloody diarrhea the minute it gets here. Like I've heard those horror stories. I don't. I don't. Not only that, I don't want a fucking puppy. I don't want to teach a dog to shit outside. Bloody st- I don't. I don't want to do all that. <laughs> And so we told the girls. <laughs> I just see this image of like weeks and weeks of buildup. You yeah. know, you got this puppy breeder from, you know, yeah. Next cut, cut two. We've got a <laughs> tiny white dog that's shitting blood on our on our white carpet. Just, just Take it to the vet. Oh, this dog's full of cancer. <laughs> this dog has nine diseases: feline AIDS and it's the first puppy cancer. we've seen with COVID. Yeah. We're going to have to, this dog's going to need a full body organ transplant. <laughs> Everything in this dog's got to come out. We got to put new stuff in. Wouldn't it be simple just to put it, it down? It would be better. It would be inhumane. It would be better just full organ donor transplant this dog. 
How many kidneys do you have? I have the normal two. All right, well, we're going to take one of yours and we're going to shove it in this dog's ass. It's going to cost $8,000. Do you love it, girls? Do you love <laughs> Even the dog yeah. kill me. Kill me. They got you dead. Just a leaky blood dog. So, so I, I, I thanked him. <laughs> <laughs> I thanked him, but I'm like, I'm not going to just take money from you. I don't even know what we're going to do. Right. So the weekend came, and we just started going to shelters. We went to the Alpharetta Humane Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was online. I was sending emails to people that were fostering dogs. We were trying to find a little two- to three-year-old dog that was already housebroken. Right. Something that was a good match for what we were expecting. And a lot of the dogs that were online were already up for adoption. Just give us the dog you got. Wrap it up. So, all right, so we got interrupted by a phone call. We're out of practice. Anyways, we drove up to Gainesville. We got this dog. She's a little lab. And, and she does not like you. She likes She likes me. She won't come to me. She does wag her tail when I come home. She lets me rob her belly. She'll let me pick her up. She'll let me pet her. But she won't come to me. She loves Kristen. She's Kristen's fucking shadow. If she wants to get to Kristen, though, and she has to walk past me to do it, she won't. She'll just kind of hug the wall and stay as far from me as possible. We did notice when we took her to Kristen's parents' house last weekend that she went right up to her dad. And a buddy of mine who used to work with shelter dogs said, a lot of dogs that have never been around men with big, bushy beards don't don't know what to make of it. He said, so you might want to shave your beard off and see how she does with you, because that might be all it is. But you're not going to do that. I'm not going to shave it off. I am going to shorten it soon. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point where I want to. Because now when I eat food, I'm pushing my mustache into my mouth. Well, I can see where your mus- where the stash... I mean, if you kept that cleanly trimmed, at least, I'd think it's that... It's long. I just put a lot of it in my mouth. But I just think, like, if you just... I mean, what the fuck do I know? But if you just went over the top... <laughs> no, no, there, give me facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me walk you down this. <laughs> Here's what you do. You don't have it. Problem solved. I didn't. I just said. I mean, let's, I just said for what this is worth. Yeah. You know, it's, it's worth nothing. But I think well, you could probably when I when take I, a little off the lip there, and you wouldn't have. But this I issue. like the fullness of the long stash. And when I did my eighteen month no touchies, when I grew everything for eighteen months, eventually it's kind of like growing your hair out. Eventually, you get past this stage, and everything is long enough to be kept away from your mouth with just a little bit of mustache. Well, sure, well, you're not there. Right I'm now. not there yet. I did eventually get there when I grew my beard out for almost two years. Mm. And it's a cool look once you're there, but there's some growing pains involved. Yeah. And I haven't really stuck it out to get there yet. So I may trim it to see if the dog Fuck that. freaks out a little less. I remember when I adopted a Basset Hound as like 19 years old, she was scared to death of black people. And the vet told me, <laughs> he goes, it's not that your dog dislikes people of different colors said it's that dogs only see in a few colors and some dogs they can't quite discern the mm. they, they don't have it's almost like depth perception when they see a dark skinned person they can't see the subtle details from light to dark they just look like shadow people to them right he said that's the only reason she's growling at oh them. I'm sure yeah and I was like oh that's terrifying just like a shadow person with white teeth and white eyeballs coming at you like I'd be I'd be mad too like one of those Old Jewish ladies of the old Fourth Ward, the, the, the demons from the movie Ghost, the <laughs> Peaceways. <laughs> so that was kind of like y'all's Valentine's present to yourself. As a matter of fact, it was. We got her on Valentine's Day, um, and 
my uh, fuck. Speaking of Valentine's, and the he the the dude who offered to give me two grand came to my office on Monday, and he gave me the he reimbursed me her adoption fee. What and in hindsight, in hindsight, I should have embellished a little bit because we ended up going to Petco and getting all the shit that we needed for her and spending $150 on kennels and bowls and you it name should it. have been part of the bulk. Well, and I didn't think about it at the time. Idiot. I, but I'm also not the kind of person to pick up the phone a day later and go, Hey, can you meet me again? I need another <laughs> $150 for like the cage I and stuff. I didn't say call him the next day. Well, there's well, there's limits to my depravity. Well, I'm not saying you, <laughs> my coworkers like you should have taken him up on the two grand, and then you'd have seventeen hundred dollars left over. That's what I said that night for like the first vet bills and shit yeah, like that. Because that's coming for sure. And if I was a lesser person, I would have. Well, I'm glad you got a dog for Valentine's Day. I I just uh, the great news remember is what I got. She loves the girls, so that's all that matters. That's great. That's wonderful, and the girls love her, so that's that's all well and good. Now, Val, I got. Uh, Amazon brings something to the door and I it's got Lee's name on it and I was like hey you got a package and she's like don't open it and I was like oh shit that's very rare you know my mind immediately goes to Amazon lingerie this box if it had I mean it could have let's be honest it's not like lingerie lingerie needs a huge box box. yeah but I mean I knew it wasn't lingerie let's put it that way Mm -hmm. and uh it's a plane pause for the airplane airplane for the listeners, we're recording outside again in case we didn't already clarify that. Uh, so, she says don't open the box for Valentine's Day. Now, that's pretty rare. What's in the box? And I got concerned. Relative to the story, I did not get concerned. That'll come later. But I was concerned because I was like, we don't typically celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah. We, we'll do, like, chocolate. But that's pretty much every week. So, right. it's like... Right, now, and now you're in this position where you're wondering if she got you something. Well, because I, I even said, I was like, wait a minute. I, I stopped her, too, and I was like, hold on now. So this is, I mean, in the moment. Package has arrived. And I was like, well, well I didn't get you I just, I just let out. I was just being honest. I said, hey, I don't have anything for you. Like, nothing. Are, are we, should I? Let's just keep this on above board. I was How like, much do time I need, do I have? Do I need to, I mean, I have two days. I know, you know, do I need to, like, get to work on... You know, going online and watching videos of what boys are doing now to to win over the hearts of girls. Can I just girls. give you a head? And yeah, I mean something just easy. <laughs> we have things here I can whip up. Because uh, you know me, I like head for Valentine's Day. So if you want head for Valentine's Day, I'll put on a hat. You know, whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can do that golf ball butt plug thing. Uh, she's a, yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> But, you know, she's like, no, no, it'll just, it'll just be fun. Now, in retrospect, I should have seen that for the red flag that it was. Mm-hmm. So I know the gift wasn't going to be, like, a gift. It was more of a, we're going to do something. Yeah. That's always trouble. And if she hears this, it's true. It's always trouble. And that doesn't, it doesn't yeah. it's not just her, it's, it's any it's, relationship. It's, well, it's all... It, it's, it's women. It's women. <laughs> I saw your face. She's like, I want to, I want to get us like an, an experience. For yeah. Like, no, let, let me I, finish. I, I want to stop. I want to, I want to draw a line though. There, there is a line. Yeah. If the experience, like we're saying, Kristen wants to go do an experience. If mm. the experience is a three day trip that you wouldn't have taken yeah, all for it or, uh, a visit to a place that you really wanted to go. Something like that. If that's right. the experience, 
if it's you two doing something that both of you can find something enjoyable in, that's an experience. Right. That's if, good. If, if it's an escape room... Which I would never do. I'm not in. Which is, that's not something I worry about, because she knows where I stand on that, on that idea in general. If it's, here's a game that came in the mail, and we have to find clues around the house to solve a puzzle, I, that's not something I want to do. At all. Well, I didn't get any of those, so don't worry. <laughs> it, it was much, much worse. Much, much worse. There's so much noise in the air. It's fine. All right. They, they've been, we've been getting text messages to, from these six people. They clearly want a show. If they have to deal with some bird noise, tit for tat. A lot of air travel. It is a lot of air travel today. Anyways, so I, I should have seen that for the red flag. It was. I don't. I just kind of absentmindedly go out and and buy some things that I know she likes. Some those cherries that used to be cherries, and now they're just shoved into milk chocolate. Mm. Like they're real gooey. Okay. You bite into them, and they have cherries in them with some kind of cherry juice that runs out. Mm. You're not supposed to let that happen. You're supposed to like just let it all happen in your mouth like Frank built a sandwich but do these come in like a bag like chocolate covered pretzels no they're in like a box they're called there's one company that makes them the real cheap ones are called cello and it's literally the grossest cherries imaginable it's like sugar maraschino cherries I just remember the last time I was at your grandfather's house and I don't remember the occasion they had a bowl of like these chocolate covered blueberry things those are delicious those are brookstone that came in like a bag the way chocolate covered pretzels that's what I'm picturing those are delicious those are Brookstone brand still buy those all the time. Okay, that's where we learned about that was at his house, and you were probably there for the wedding. That's how long ago that was. That yeah. would have been seven, eight years ago. Yeah, that was when I suspected racism, but hadn't confirmed it yet. <laughs> Did he do something racist that day? No, but I've learned since with all the podcasts. Oh, episodes. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I remember thinking, like you're old enough, and I'm picking up on some. Some, some familiar vibes, yeah. but I don't know you well enough. Anyways, I go out and buy these cherries. I go out and buy V. Go out and buy V, the, the little, it's, you know, her first kind of Valentine's that she's, re- you know, she doesn't know what the fuck. So it's just her, it's just a heart-shaped box. But that's a win. That's a great dad win. So I give them their chocolate. put stuff in it. I'm thinking, for some reason, I thought the, the the 14th was the holiday. What day is actual Valentine's Day? The 14th. Is it? Okay, yeah. well, I was on the 12th, and I was like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. And she was like, no, oh, that's not till Sunday. And I was like, all right, it doesn't matter. It's fucking chocolate. Not even remembering. It's the weekend. That, that, yeah, not even remembering that she has this experience for us. So Sunday night rolls around. It had already been a little bit of a weird day. Not like weird, bad. We didn't argue. But we weren't on the same page. You know how that is. Just emotionally, physically. Not a bad day. Like I said, no arguments. But just, meh. I don't love, I don't love it today. You know? She doesn't like you today. She doesn't like me. I don't like her. But again, cordially, there's no, and there's no big argument. There's no over. Just kind of one of those. Yeah, we all have them. Just. But is she being moody because you didn't give her a Valentine's? Well, <laughs> in retrospect, anyways, she comes downstairs and she's all jazzed up now, and she's happy, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't be happy too. And she's like, and I see her reach up and she opens this gift and she brings it down and the the game the thing that she bought is. <laughs> It, it was a card game when I saw it, mm. and uh, it's just called The Anne, and there's like a space. I don't, it's, long story short, she hands me these cards, and I, I said, this is a little weird, the way she was acting, and it was just very strange, I was like, I don't know if I like the energy, What what is this game, what is this, like, is, you know, should we do this right now, you're right, like, everything's really weird, I look at these questions, 
I, I, it was so fucking. I mean, it was like, oh no, because it's not the game <laughs> itself, right? Right. I said, okay, I feel like we need to not do this because in my head, I'm already writing the joke that what this game is is like, honey, I'm so glad you're home. I'm going to blindfold you, okay? And you'd be like, okay, because you're thinking she's going to put a finger in my ass. Where's this going? Yeah. All the good things, right? Yeah. And then you're going to be okay. Follow me. She's going to put me you into an instrument. She's going go. to put you in the car, and you're like, oh, whoa! Now what's about to happen? I'm blindfolded. I'm in a car. Is this like a blowy in a random place? Like, what are we doing? You'd be really excited. Are you going to gag on it like I like? Yeah. You <laughs> hope you use two fingers the way I, you know, all the things. <laughs> and then you're, you're in the car and you're thinking in your head like, oh, this is crazy. I'm blindfolded. And she's like, oh my God, it's going to be so exciting. And you're like, really? Yeah. She's like, we're here. And you open up and you're like, what are we doing? We're going to couples counseling. <laughs> That's what this fucking game was. <laughs> it was a game. There, there wasn't a game. Mm. There were cards, but these, I'll give you an example of the questions. Mm. When I, so I, each couple, you're supposed to get five cards. And then you sit within a foot of each other. Now, I had already kiboshed that. Not because of COVID. We lived together. <laughs> because I was like, we, we're sitting. We're here. We're face to face. We don't need to be. Three feet's close enough. We don't need to be knee to knee. You got shit for breath. Right. Oh, uh, the androids. <laughs> like pieces of shit. <laughs> By the way, that has the best line in the movies. I can be in and out of here like a demon's whisper. Uh, in and out like a demon's whisper is one of the greatest lines. But I'll give you an idea of some of the questions. I, I looked down and already I'm like, this is bad. This is not good. Mm. I'm not, no one here is in the right mind frame for this. Like, first question is like, what did you sacrifice to be in this relationship? And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know her answer to this. A lot. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to answer it. There was no way. It didn't matter which way the question had started. Like, okay, who asked first? I'll go first. Like, oh, well, this one we're not going to do because I'm not interested in going, nor am I interested in hearing. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear, like, well, there was, an, you know, another man at the time. There was this one guy that I knew from Texas. <laughs> Real knee knocker of a guy. <laughs> but a sweet, sweet guy. Made my stomach hurt. <laughs> but so good. <laughs> And, he, I, listen, and his family had lots of money. I knew, I knew, play Uncle Niven's making faces. I knew <laughs> that it wouldn't be an answer like that. Now you go, well, I did <laughs> used to get a lot of blowjobs from older women and that went away. I was kind of, I was kind of known for it. If I had a calling card in my life, it was old I mean, milfy blowjobs. people know me for one thing, it's old, an old cigarette <laughs> breath joke. That's my nickname. They called me Virginia Slim. <laughs> Not the 100s. Those are, those are long. It was just the regular. It was just the regular. I dabbled with the Capris for a while, but that was too old. There's there's old and then there's too old. But I, I, that was just one of the questions. And, and I'm looking at the other four and I'm like, tell me three things you cherish about me. And I'm like, dude, zero chance I want to participate in this game. Because like I said, it, it was as if you've been blindfolded well, you're thinking you're going to get a blowjob. Do both boobs count as one, or is that... I mean, a, is that? Jeez Louise. And yeah. it started this big brouhaha, because mm. she was like, why don't you want to know me more? And I was like, that has nothing to do with it. All I'm saying is... I don't in, want to know you more within this context. Yeah, it, no, and I do. But the point is, I feel like, okay, one, that's not a game. We shouldn't call it a game, yeah. just because it's on cards. Yeah. Call it what it is. Call it... Couples Forced knowing. Connection. Forced connections. Uh, <laughs> could be intimate, could be a fight. That's what they should call that game. Could be a great <laughs> conversation, could be a divorce. It, it could go a lot of different yeah. ways. 
But it Gang was up on your my, spouse. And I don't want to preface it. I know she's not going to hear it. But the thing is, I, it was not that I didn't want to participate. And it still isn't. It's that that needs to be, there needs to be a well-detailed plan. If your plan is to have one of these experiences, I don't want to find out two minutes before that it's a card game that's going to be asking incredibly deep questions. Well, and to be honest, that game is, regardless of the outcome, is setting you up for failure because those conversations and... And ki- and that kind of sharing is only best when it's spontaneous. Spontaneous. Right? If you're sitting there planning your answers to an intimate question while you listen to something. And, and you know even, I would. You know the minute I get the cards, I'm going to read every one of the questions. Well, I'm not going to sit there and be surprised well, by also, the next question. Also, how, how good of a job are you doing listening to your spouse? When you're concerned about your answer. Because you're planning your answers. <laughs> like, that's, that's a, that whole... That whole system's a non-starter. And I'm not here to denigrate the game. Because, again, I shouldn't call it a game. Mm -hmm. And as I've stated, I'm not inherently opposed to having those conversations. I just... They should happen naturally. It should be natural. That was one of my contentions. Mm -hmm. And I said, but if it isn't, if it is something that you actually do want to pursue as, like, we're going to do this in this moment... Then I just feel like there needs to be like a mediator, <laughs> not a me- not a mediator, but just some level of mental preparation. Hey, yeah. Friday night, I just want to take thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and we'll both just pick two cards. Yeah. Okay. Now, if it had not been that we'd done this yet, mm-hmm. what I really wanted and what I was trying to tell her was, hey, in the future, when you're on your spiritual websites and they say they have a game. <laughs> Just let's talk. Let's just have a conversation about what it is that you expect. That's that's listen, any relationship you're ever in, marriage or otherwise. Yeah. Little laugh man. Uh, you know, recommendation here. Just lines of communication. Ex- layers of expectation. If you have something that you know means a great deal to you, make it clear that you yeah. want to share that with that person and that there might be an expectation. <laughs> there might be an expectation of uh, you know, participation. Okay, so your first card is what's one thing you would change about me and why? Oh, no. Listen, that was almost exactly one of the cards. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Whatever drove you to buy this goddamn game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I, I told her in the moment that I was like, this is a stand up routine in, in the sense that, like, what did you get me? Like, I'm going to blindfold you. And that whole story, like I drove us to wedding counseling or Did marriage you get counseling. Over this? No, okay. I'm saying that's the joke. That's what it felt like. That's yeah. what I felt like coming in. Was that, like I said, I wasn't expecting a blowjob. That was the joke. But it, when you know, you're like, "What are we doing? What is this?" And you're like, "Because mm. what if? What, what do I know? What if these cards were like, all right, this is the hole we're gonna do it in, and you just flip the card? <laughs> that would be fun." And th- I even told her I went through all the cards, and I was like, "There's a few in there that I would moderately call funny." Mm-hmm. Like not s- still deep, but not like what I got. What was the first one I said? It was like name three things you cherish, or what have you sacrificed to be in this relationship, or uh, if I if I ever disappointed you like so badly, I was like, geez, man, can you, one of these answers, one of these cards would be enough to babe, to break you know, down a lesser <laughs> marriage or a lesser relationship. Babe, you know how like like super <laughs> Christian households will go through the cards against humanity deck and take out all the dirty cards before they let their kids play? I feel like we should have done that with this game <laughs> and just omitted all of the ends and tears cards. Oh, just man. gotten rid of them. 
No, I mean, the the thing about, like, that game, it, it sounds so structured, like, it's only going to cause tension. Kristen and I did something kind of similar once, but it, it wasn't directed at that, but it turns into that because of the nature of it. It was just a, it was just a game, uh, a random internet game of Would You Rather, and we would just throw it out there, and then you'd explain, well, I'd rather Can't do that this. one go south real quick, though? <clears throat> it can, but... Not it, because, almost for the opposite reason of the relationship cards... That one always struck me as, like, you don't want to find out too, too much. Well, I don't even remember the examples, but they were pretty benign. Like, would you rather eat lasagna for the rest of your life or chicken wings or whatever? You know, but the point being, our our added aspect to that night was explain your answer. Like, if you're going to say, you know, this versus that, say why. Convince mm. me, and if we're in a disagreement, you know, convince me why I should... And well, that works and, for tacos and pizza, but if you're talking about like favorite was, sexual positions, and there was some other stuff like that in there too. There was there were some raunchier things. There was some, you know, celebrities that you'd rather sleep with or whatever. Mm. You know, there were it was all kind of it was all over the board. Mm. Uh, but it was fun because we'd give the answer, and then if one of us was like seriously, it's like well, and then you'd explain why, like oh okay, I get that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's different different game. It was well, yeah, different definitely, game, definitely. Different, different game. Because it would be like, this game felt like, like it's the times good. I've had with would you, would, what's the game that you play? The, would you rather? Would you rather or never have yeah. I ever yeah. is a similar game, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I would. One of the one, I would. I would say, <laughs> wait a minute, which one? I can't. I, one of these was played at a game many years ago, probably before we got married. But we were drinking. It was everyone was drinking, and it was like a game where. Someone said something ridiculous, and then if you'd done it, you had to drink. Yeah. Well, let's just say I found out more than I knew about Leah that night, and mm. I felt like I didn't really want to find out this way. Well, that's why I say, like, I wouldn't play Never Have I Ever with Kristen. A, she's six years older than me. You know, she was she was fooling around with the swim team boys when yeah. I was fucking 12 years old. That's my old. point. I was like, when they did the, when they did the, when they did the, you've played game. strip poker. I remember uh, Never Have I Ever played strip poker, and, uh, there was probably 13 or 14 people in this house, not many. <clears throat> and uh, Leah and this other girl raised their hand, or they drink. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ugh. Because in my mind, it's not that it's gross that you played strip poker. It's kind of gross. Yeah. But it's not that. It's like, where did that go? Because there's a second part to that never have I ever. Because if the question had been to me, <laughs> it would be like, who? Now, now. <laughs> never have I ever had a strip poker tournament that led to group sex. <laughs> and if Leah drinks, I'd be fuck. You know, like it would be a night ruiner. It's a week, month, year. Like, oh, it just led to a bunch of swinging group sex. Never have I ever been DP'd in one hole. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Which hole? You know I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't know you. That's, I do know that. I don't know you. Which hole? You know what? Fuck it. I don't. I don't want to know. I'm going to assume both. I'm going to assume both. You may as well know while that was happening, there was a girl right in my face. God damn. That's what I'm saying. I didn't want to know. It's like, fuck, I kind of wish I was there, but at the same time, I'm mad that I wasn't. Oh, man. That's good. (laughs) Which hole? I have so many questions. I'm I'm not jealous. I kind of wish I had been part of it. I wish you were still that way now, because I would do that sort of thing. But I don't. I don't know. 
have a lot of feelings about this. That's just the simplest skit in the world. The one guy. And then they try to move on. And he's still, I just don't know. Okay, so never have I ever. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. Were they older or younger? <laughs> Let me ask the obvious hold on, question. Hold on, hold on. You know how you get those questionnaires where it asks white, Hispanic, yeah. not Hispanic? <laughs> Can we get the... They were both Latinos. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great. Great. Latinos. Let me guess. They were chubby and small dick. No? <laughs> Uncircumcised too. Yeah, good, I good. Saw, yeah. I never saw myself as the kind of girl who would let another girl just ride her face. She had like this cherry scented like v- vagina perfume, and it was just intoxicating. She literally took the clit from my chin to my nose, and then just it was exhilarating. Okay, all right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. We're going home. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Wrap this up. Oh, God, that's good. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, you gotta be, I guess it, it was just really funny after the fact, and a few days after we got over that argument, because that's a real thing, mm-hmm. that I was like walking her through, and I was like, here's what I thought, here's, same thing I told you, here's how I would do it differently, here's where I was wrong and where I reacted wrong, yada, yada, yada. But I just got to thinking, I was like, I knew. I knew five minutes before this had even started mm-hmm. that one, the room wasn't right, something felt off, <laughs> and that two, this was going to go, this little game was only going to get me in trouble. And I had already written that in my head. In the head, I had that little routine where the guy's coming home, his wife's all excited, mm-hmm. and blindfolds him, all the things you're going to do. We're going He's in his head, he's fucking getting rim jobs all night. He doesn't know where, but they're on their way to do something. And then you just pull into a fucking wet a marriage off. counselor. She takes the blindfold off. What is, what is this? <laughs> we're we're going to have Jewish supper every Friday from now on. Oh. Okay. That's not nice. That's not nice. Every, Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom. Every Friday? Every Friday. That's been fun, though. You've had some, some okay. good Shabbat dinners. I've had one. Just the one? Pre-COVID. That's, it was a long time ago. I remember we had, I kind of remember what we ate, but not really remember. Brisket? It was definitely brisket, but I, I didn't, I don't remember if it was like all the way full shabbat. When you blindfolded me, I thought, like, <laughs> I was going to get a real, you know, gagger. <laughs> like, this is fine. This is good. <laughs> you, know, like, little, you know, do we I, light I, the candles now? I've watched we? Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. and I know that A, this is a thing that they do, and also B, Mrs. Maisel, she does give real gaggers. <sighs> she. So. Definitely. Maybe I can get a gagger. I would. Tonight. She, uh, it's She's funny not, because there's sure. certain level. You, you mentioned celebrities that y'all talked about would be on your laminated list. Mm. And it's funny because there's like celebrities like her. I don't know her name. It's yeah, still to this day, I don't know her name. I kind of hear it because when she was on SNL, they said it a lot, but I don't know her name. So for me, she's on my five list, mm. but it's like unfair to her because I'm like, it's not you. I know it sounds fucked up. It's like, you're on my list of celebrities, character. but it's like the whole thing. Yeah, like, you got to wear the dress. you got to have the hair. Yeah. <laughs> talk a lot about uh, be funny. Passover and Jewish yeah. things. Be funny. Yeah, be yourself, and then <laughs> yeah. also talk about all the things that you did to your husband's dick. Like, I need you to just be Maisel. Yeah. And we'll make this work. Yeah, you're, you're, you're drawn to the character. 
not the actress. I do think she's pretty. It's just that she's insanely hot as that character. Well, right. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of examples where it's like, uh, I'm sure there are examples, I should say, of actresses who are very attractive, but there's a particular role that really clinched it for you. I'm trying to think of, I don't really, th- I can't think of another comparable one, though. Actually, I, and that's the thing, I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, I, she's on my five list, but, like, there's not another role where the, the actress was outshined so much by the character. Even on a hotness level, too, like... Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? See, that doesn't count. It just doesn't. <laughs> it's hot, but it's not the same. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I'm try- I never, I cannot think about another role... In the same vein as that. Did you know, speaking of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, that the scene where she whips the heads yeah, off the mannequins... you watched it too. That she the... did that in one take? Well, they also point out that, they're, that she did a really good job of hitting the heads, right. but they're being pulled off. Right. Still. So, it's kind of like, I mean, it's impressive that you <clears throat> did it in one take, and then... Yeah. But, I mean, speaking of actresses, uh, I know that... Um, are you still listening to Von Hessler, or you don't listen at all? Uh, I'm in and out. I, I, I haven't been listening as much. It as just tells late. me how much I'm missing. Not that I, And I feel like I still read the news. Oh, like just, when they cover, like, popular culture news? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. The, the uh, We'll start with the, the country music star that dropped the N-bomb. Uh, yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live a few, uh, yeah. know, five episodes ago. I don't know anyone. He has a mullet. But they played that. the tape, and I was like, <clears throat> yeah, that guy, that's a word he uses quite a bit. Well, all you gotta do is look at... He's the guy, I don't know his name, but he's the guy who SNL told him you can't play this week because instead of bubbling like he was supposed to, he had gone to like a oh, frat party. right. And so they said, you can still do the show, but you've got to wait till the next one and you have to bubble. And so when he did eventually get on... They made a joke out of it. They made a joke out yeah. of it where a bunch of people were playing him. Well, did you hear the tape? Uh... No. It ties into the whole cancel culture thing that's but pretty you, rampant right now. Just look at him and go... I don't want to do that. But I don't want to look at the guy and say, of course he, he said that. He looks like fucking skinny Larry the Cable Guy with a mullet. Listen, it so doesn't If, if you put his picture in front of me sense. and say, has this man ever said the N-word before? I, yeah, easy. <laughs> Here's my thing. <laughs> he's clearly stupid. And someone's going to say, well, he's made a lot of money. He's a singer. Yeah. He's, he's very stupid, though. And here's how I know this. Mm-hmm. Because, like you just said... You've been on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Your your arc to to celebrity yeah. is more or less already established. I don't yeah. know him. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I don't know anybody. They show new artists all the time. But I'm saying, you're already there. You've already achieved a level of success. You're clearly on your way up to boot. You're young. Yeah. And there's just things where you just can't... It doesn't work. You can't say that. You can't, like... You can't put yourself in a situation... Where you go out and someone potentially films you saying it. I mean, you've well, heard. Yeah. Did you hear the tape? No, I haven't. It's heard absurd. Tape. Well, and also not too, because it's violent. Let me let me stop. For those who haven't heard it, it wasn't as if he was talking to a black person. Mm-hmm. You know this. I know. I know that he didn't call a black. He person. He was with his friends, and clearly a lot to drink. It's like three o'clock in the morning in one of these Nashville neighborhoods. That when you look at it, you're like, I know where these people are because I used to go up there all the time. Mm-hmm. It's one of these gated communities, but that's pretty much the only thing that makes it like rich. Yeah. They're big houses. You know, big, big, nice houses. Yeah. But, you know, just gated. Nothing super private. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Alpharetta, Roswell-ish. Yeah. That kind of rich. Yeah. And he's in, he's up there, and he tells just, just like... Just so we're clear, middle class. Because 
wealth by the modern standard, it, it doesn't even compare to what you're talking about. I mean... Wealthy people live in, like, homes with elevators. Well, wealthy's what different. Des- what you're describing is probably a house similar to what my in I saw stucco. In. It can't be... Yeah, exactly. It can't be the best it, house. It's probably a house that was at one point in time four hundred. It's got a gated community. It's a gated community. I'd say that each house was was half a million dollars. Brian's in laws live in a gated neighborhood. Those homes used to be five hundred thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this one's five hundred thousand uh, dollars. Uh, my point is, when you look at like just income, not to go down a political road, when you just look at uh, incomes and people, I didn't do it, Brian. When you just look at income with people, you're, what you're describing is middle class, not wealthy. I, that's what I'm trying to say, though. I said it's a nice place, yeah. wherever they're at. It looked to me like this might have been his first home purchase, which seems to make sense. I don't know your name, so you can't be Garth Brooks. Yeah. You can't have a billion dollars in the bank. His so, mullet looks very similar to what Ted Cruz's mullet looked like if Ted Cruz would have kept going with it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Anyways, someone starts to tape a neighbor because they're being loud and mm-hmm. stupid. And he says, I mean, I can't say it, but it was oh, like no, he's talking to his before, friend. No, I haven't. And he says, right, I just tell that dumbass or stupid ass N-word right. and just alliterates the fuck out of it. I mean, like, all the way with that ER. Mm. Just hard. Hard. Yeah, and but it's like he's saying it in what his mind is a funny way, which tells me like, oh, if he's so casual with it in that way, it's like a part of his life. That word is a well, part yeah. of his life. Maybe he had just gotten done. Now here's the bit: Django. everyone they they cancel him, mm. right? Or quote, I don't know who they is, and I don't know what cancel means. But we've talked about this on the show many times. Yeah. They cancel him, right? So he's right. he loses his endorsements, he, his label cuts him, all those things, but his sales. The things that matter most well, to him, yeah, who <laughs> they quadrupled in, yeah. in, in twenty four hours. The yeah. sales on the sites that you know are like buy one song for ninety nine cents yeah. are going through the fucking roof. Yeah, what Eric Erickson calls Woko Haram canceled him, but his fans, his core white people, country music fans. So why don't? That's my point. Why not? Like, don't you want to be canceled? <laughs> if you have a fan base, right? If you look at it like Trump, right? If one of the artists is yeah. like, I have, I have a fan base that's very similar to Trump's base. Yeah. There's not anything I could do. I could kill someone, literally kill someone. They're gonna love it, and they'll they'll the be N-word. showing up for the next forty years to my concerts. Yeah. They love David Allen. They're gonna have T-shirts with the N-word on them. Yeah, and I'll have lyrics that get progressively worse yeah. each decade until it's just basically nothing but hate speech yeah. over a nice guitar riff. You thought Johnny Reb or David Allen Coe was bad? You ain't you ain't seen nothing, nothing yet. Like, nothing yet. Yeah. They didn't have the internet in his day. No, and it's we on. have to push this. We have to get crazier and crazier. And the ERs at the end of that word, it got to get more. ER. ER and me ER. <laughs> it's all, but his sales quadrupled, and I was like, "So why the bitch?" Because if they rail against the canceled culture, rightly or wrongly, yeah. What's the, what's the, why, all you're doing is just let him have his cancel moment. The hardcore fans will buy his his racist hardcore fans. Let me let me preface. Yeah. Will buy all of his music more and more At over. The very least, racist apologist fans. I mean, maybe they themselves don't think that whites are superior, but they they don't necessarily want to see a man who says the N word get taken down by lefty liberals. Well, okay, what about the the <laughs> so the Star Wars one? Have you yeah. seen Gina Carano? Yeah, I'm somewhat familiar. Er, I had to stop listening to Eric because I was like, why are you talking about this? I mean, I, I I don't care. One, I never cared what Gina Carano thought about fucking anything. I don't. And let me let me stop everybody I didn't know there. Who Gina Carano I don't give a was. shit about Pedro Pascal. The Man- all is. the other Mandalorian characters. Basically, I don't give a shit what someone in Star Wars 
thinks about something out here in the real world. I love Star but Wars. They have a platform. Hey, they... I love Star Wars. I'm like, 50 but 50 I don't want to fuck. I like the Mandalorian a lot, but it's like, like I never 60, cared 40. about Kara. What, whatever her name was. What was her Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. <laughs> Carano. Whatever. I never gave a shit about her kind of weird, sounded a little strange, anti-Semitic comments before. Then she tried to post something about anti-Semitism, and that's what got her fired. I don't know all the details, but it's just like, also, I don't give a shit about why why they yeah. she thinks she's being canceled, because all she's doing is making the rounds and getting the attention on the Ben Shapiro show, on the Fox News, the Mark Levine. She's not canceled. You're well, just canceled you're, for saying some weird, inappropriate, right-wing yeah, shit. I mean, she's, just, she's losing Disney and She'll gain. the woke people of the internet, and but she's gaining uh, fucking Fox News or what's the what's the Newsmax? Like she's she's gonna she's gonna pivot to something else. This is more like in line with this whole cancel culture thing. That you, that's all you hear about. I tried to watch the news for like fifteen minutes the other day, and I must have heard cancel culture three times. I wasn't listening to one of the right side either. It was like coming from. I don't remember what news well, yeah, source were... it was. It seems to be rampant. That and attacks on Asian people. So I checked out of the news for like three weeks. Well, and I come back the... to like, everyone's canceled. And, and, and Asians can't walk down the street without well, being pummeled. Or Unfortunately for Asians, regardless of what country they're in, I've seen this on Instagram because I follow a lot of international people. There seems to be just a sort of international sentiment of fuck China and anyone who oh. looks like they might well, be from there. Let's go back about <laughs> about nine months. And you and I, mainly you, yeah. were hard on that. You were on the... You, we, the we, we were upset. Episode. We yeah. were upset. Yeah. And... To we be gave clear, them, we gave them the business. To be clear, what I did was give Eastern medicine and its stupid thinking. The I think business. this was the Pangolin episode. The Pangolin and Boy P. Like, hey, thanks Eastern medicine. Which, by the way, thanks China. Did, did you you're see fixing this? D, you're, you're fixing ghouls and women with boy piss and pangolin scale, and now we have virus. <laughs> did you see the South Park pandemic special? I've seen parts of you it. You need to finish it because there's a part where it's like basically straight from our podcast. I don't think they I don't stole doubt from it. it, but they were. I don't he was it. saying. Randy is the is the cause of he went to China. I got to that part, and he was saying like, "He fucked that, that yeah, that, he fucked a bat. the bat." But then yeah. later in the episode, it turns out it wasn't the bat. It turns out we have it here. It's Pangolin, and he calls. He has a flashback to when Mickey and him also fucked Pangolin. Yeah, so it's like this whole thing. I, listen, now, in the episode that we recorded, I made fun of Eastern medicine. Know? Hey, listen, if the if the disease, it's no different. If the disease had derived in South Africa, right, and now. Every black person that you saw on the street is in danger of being shoved to the ground and beaten. South Africa is mostly white, I think, but it's pr- not, not at all. That's well, what they would well, like you to think. Mostly white controlled. It no, was, but, but there seems to be just a general sentiment, and not just in the U.S. and not just in L.A. and New York, but in Italy and parts of Europe and South America, Russia. You name. There's just sort of a general like. We're all kind of tired of the shit that we're living in, and it, regardless of how, we know where it started, and there's just a general like fuck that country sentiment. You're, right you're now. not. You're not. And I don't. Right. I don't. We should probably stop you because this is starting to sound like a January sixth incitement deal. Yeah. It sounds like you might be one of these people out here pushing. I'm not going to go hurt an down. Asian, but I understand why you don't know. Like, if you're, listen, hey, they're not shoving Chinese people down. That's the point. Well, that's the they're walking up. 
to, that's the to unfortunate what they would consider right. Chinese-looking people. That's the unfortunate A guy from byproduct. Thailand that's been here 60 years. That's the unfortunate byproduct of these people looking Chinese. Because they could, they could be fucking Vietnamese, Japanese, It's Korean. just absurd. I, I, I thought, I was like, what, is this like a... Like a meme challenge? It's certainly because <laughs> you see these memes yeah. that push an Asian. I don't know. It's I don't... certainly not the solution for your outrage. If anything, the the globe should say, "Hey, let's stop buying things from China." Like just fuck China for a year. But they have all the best shit, man. Well, that's because they they've been propped up that way. And if you do that, they're not going to buy anything from us. If we stop buying from them, they're not going to buy from us. And I got news, Walter Cronkite. If America stops buying from China, a lot of the things that we all love are all gone. All of them. Oh, all yeah, six things. All six happen. things left in America. Yeah, we'll, we'll fight because like listen. Yeah, well, we'll start making yeah. our own stuff. The, one of our last pods, <laughs> we had that big <laughs> argument mm. about who was smarter then and now. Mm-hmm. You might remember this. And well, you, and you were adamant because of witches burning that we're yeah. always smarter now. Yeah, and we had that whole hoopla. I'm not saying we don't need to get back into that. But this is by far the stupidest time that humanity's ever been on the planet. Mm-hmm. It just so happens to coincide with the, so far, the apex of technology, which, mm-hmm. you know, seems as if it will only go up, right? Mm-hmm. But this is by far the stupidest group of humans. Well, yeah, it's, and, it's dumb to think. By far. It's stupid to think I'm mad at China, the country, for starting coronavirus, so I'm going to go push an old Asian lady. That's stupid. Or putting Gorilla Glue in your hair, or any of the other number of fucking things you see on the internet on a daily basis. Yeah, no, it's stupid. It's not as stupid as setting a woman on fire, but I understand your point. I saw a headline from five years ago where two guys busted in, talk about busting into the wrong house. I don't think this is related to the no, so you know the stupid time period thing so much, mm. but this is tough. They busted in the wrong house. Inside of there was this wanted felon gay rapist. And he just raped him for five days. Hmm. So they broke into his house. He caught him. He's this big man. You should let me talk about a bear. And just raped him for five days until he, the room stank. He caught people who broke into his Burglars. home. Burglars. And raped them? Raped them. Well, I mean, that's tit for tat. For five days. The, the police were only called when, after like a day, they, the neighbors heard like repetitive screams. Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan <laughs> of martial law. <laughs> But do you think, assuming those two burglars are still alive, do you think now they'll break into anyone's house ever I don't again? Think, I think they'll take their time. <laughs> that I think they'll they'll case like they'll case the joint a little bit. Like you know, what greater lesson is there to this is no I, way to live? I just can't look what happened. When I was Can you imagine <laughs> us being those two, we should write that sketch. All right, all right, all right, dude. I've got a plan. I've been casing a house. And you haven't. You haven't been casing. <laughs> and, uh, and I think we should go rob this one. Do you remember what happened last time? No, 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 no. I am in a wheelchair because my anus is on the outside of my body now. I am not doing this with my you. Thing, my thing is kind of like, <laughs> okay, but I, here's the thing. <laughs> I kept having the thought. I was like, you know, the, the, there had to have been a moment in that exchange when they come into the house and he's like, oh, shit, y'all just going to, like, like there's people who rob me? Mm-hmm. But then he, like, where it totally flipped. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and I want to know all of a sudden what they was said. Get out. 
and they can't. <laughs> I want to know exactly where it went from, oh, shit, to like, oh, no, we are in dire trouble. And somewhere in there, there had to have been like an exchange. Oh, was you a great big fat person? <laughs> I just, you boys done broke it. Like, they wouldn't have heard it. Yeah. They just would have heard a voice from some upstairs. You boys broke into the wrong house. <laughs> right one for me, though. Because he'd be like that guy in the prison joke we had weeks ago with the... Go now. Do you want to use your fingers? Because I don't think you want me to use mine. Man. Five days. Yeah, that's a lot of rape. That you ha- he had to keep watering them. Think about that. You had to make sure they were hydrated. Three days without water, they die. Five days you had them. Mm-hmm. So he he was having to like seven these guys keep them alive yeah, for five he days. Turned them, he turned them into the Pulp Fiction. Thing. <laughs> Again. I'm not, I'm not saying it's the, the joke, kind of... The joke is kind of funny, too, to think, like, they'd never do it again, but, like, the guy that that pushed the plan would have a hard time. Like, for the rest of his life, like, like every time he sees his wheelchair-bound friend... Listen, on the one hand, we're bonded now closer than we'll ever be because we were raped side by side for five days. On the other hand, I hate you and I wish you were dead. Like, I wish you were dead, but I also need you alive because you're the only person that knows what I went through. Like, truly knows what I went through. But I also wish you were dead. I have to talk to you pretty much daily to be able to live my life and compartmentalize these memories. So, anyways, there's a safe in this house. And I think, no, fuck you, no. What kind of safe? What kind of safe? I think it's one we could probably crack. You know, it didn't work in our favor that the last time we broke into a house to crack a safe that we brought lube. The lube was, su- <laughs> the lube was supposed to help free the safe lock up. All oh, the irony of that would have been. It didn't work out in our favor. <laughs> that's assumed. See, that's the problem. That assumes, like, he would have been like, boy, it brought lube too, huh? Well, I don't need it. <laughs> oh! You ever put a Coke can in your asshole? Oh, my God. And you gotta see the picture. I mean, the, you're gonna. The picture is just absurd. The guy's just huge, and he's got like just straight hair, chested, and you're wondering why this picture was ever taken to begin with. And then you realize it was probably just because he looked like that. It was only for intimidation. Guys like that that have like, like the incredibly steel kind looking. of, but yeah. like they're guys that have a Bill Goldberg like very wide, mm-hmm. huge arms and shoulders, mm-hmm. and, and a kind of a thin torso. Not thin, like still very wide and big, but they're not. There's no fat. Right. No, no abs either. Right. Like I said, like kind of just yeah, kinda, like the world's strongest men guys that like lift yes, cinder blocks. Yes. They're huge, huge. They're not fat. They're just they big. They look doughy, but yeah, they're not. They're fat. not. Yeah. Well, that's what this guy looked like, and he was just matted with this kind of hair that I said. You said George the Animal Steel. It's not that because he George, was fat. He was fat, and he had all that hair, but you could see his back. Is that black wiry hair? Yeah. This was not that. This was like your beard on a man's chest. Mm. Like, very thick. And you could tell that he had, like, trimmed it to, like, line his pecs and go down his, like, a Punisher kind of design. You know what I'm saying? You ever like, he that? had shaved... Listen, you gotta look at what I'm saying. Yeah. He had shaved... Like, it, it would have been everywhere. I'm right. convinced that the hair would have been on his shoulders. Right. But he had it, and his shoulders were all clean and tattooed, of course. But the hair, it was as if it... You know, like... Is this a recent story? It was from like five years ago. But I just saw the headline, hmm. but it, like the hair was perfect, like a like a, like I said, the Punisher. That's what it looked like on a man's stomach, and then it just went up around his pecs. Hmm. So he has this full hair. But I was like, man, he has to spend so much time 
doing that. Did you ever see the, the... And that's what those guys would have been seeing. Well, yeah. Did you ever see the, the Holocaust movie with David Arquette? I think it was called The Grey Zone. I Harvey Keitel. I'm blown away that there's a David Arquette film Harvey that centers Keitel. around the... David Arquette was a Jew in the camp. It was not Auschwitz, but it was one, it was a kill camp, and Harvey Keitel was one of the S, S guys. There's a scene in the end of the movie where they just make this one group of, of men, Jewish men, lay down, and they just, like, like from one end to the other, shoot him in the head. And, like, David Arquette's, like, laying, and he's looking at his friend and says bye right before they shoot him. It's like, it sucks if you're, like, the 18th guy in that line, right? Because mm-hmm. you know... What what's coming, and you also know you can't get up. And you have to wait and right. watch. Now, right. imagine you're the burglars, <laughs> and you're, you're both duct taped to the same bed frame, <laughs> and you're just listening to this. And here's my, just to, just to add a wrinkle to your great story already. <laughs> you're tied in a way that leaves no room for doubt as to what's about to happen. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're tied in a way where you can't even clinch. <laughs> Like, that's something about certain tattoos. Like, when I got my stomach <laughs> tattooed, like, when you get tattooed, it hurts, and you and your response, your whole body response is to tense up. Mm-hmm. But when you're getting your torso tattooed, you can't. Like, you're literally laying there, and your forearms and your calves are clenched, but you know that you can't flex and arch. Right. You have to stay relaxed. <laughs> that's so, how you're tied up. You're tied up that way. You're tied in a way where you can't even <laughs> flinch. And you're listening to <laughs> maybe a guy that's not even that good of a friend. Well, I, just get just <laughs> screaming rape inches from you. Stop, dude. It makes me seem like I'm laughing at the rape. And, and not-, not only that, but you're waiting <laughs> on your turn. And it's not as if it's not as if you and your buddy are like power bottoms in the gay bar scene and you're used to some butt play. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> you're the, you're the guy that got your friend on this job too. Yeah. The one that's waiting is the one that set all this. <laughs> yeah. Just and you, I mean, and then you add to that the fear of not knowing if and or when this will ever end. <laughs> you start thinking about all the stories and movies they make. Yeah. About the ladies that are like in a basement You're for like, fourteen I'm years. You're like, I'm going to be the girls, and Morgan Freeman is never going to find me. I am hungry. What's I the am one thirsty? What's the one room? The, they made a movie called Room out of it, but it's about the lady. There's three ladies that were kidnapped by the guy in Cleveland. They, one of them was down there for like fourteen years. He made babies with him. Yeah, I never saw the movie. It, it, but when I know when the she story. got out, well, one of the girls got out, and that's when they had that great. The black neighbor was hilarious because the. It was just funny to listen to this guy tell it. I saw a white girl. I was like, hmm. you know, like it was all yeah. weird. The way he told Mike Epps Well, because the way he even told it, it was like she ran to me. And yeah. White girls don't run white, to me. Yeah, white girl no hug on me. <laughs> so I was in McDonald's, had my chicken. I was eating it. It was like telling really unnecessary yeah. details. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like in my I mean, mind, I'd be like, oh, so this is my life now. I'm in Buffalo yeah. Bill's basement. Yeah. And rather than scanning people, the, he just wants to rape. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm going to ever eat food again or if I'm going to die from, like, anal bleeding and starvation. I may never see sunlight. And I, all this because I thought there might be a fucking Blu-ray player in here I could pawn. Because, God forbid, I get a job. That's, there's a financial monologue like, the fucking dad was right. You should have tried harder in school. Oh, no, it's my turn. Oh. <laughs> Most people 
people have this kind of introspection when they're just drunk yeah. at their home yeah. or in their in-town suite condo that they pay $99 weekly for. Yeah. They have all that. But now it's like you said, it's like much deeper. Yeah. Like my dad was right. I was always going to be ass raped in a bathroom. <laughs> dad really specifically knew what was going to happen. Fucking day three. <laughs> Sir, can I have a pillow for my knees? <laughs> and you know that you, I, I can't even I don't know what this man looks like but he strikes me as the kind of guy who's not going to lose an erection over vomit you know just, I'm telling you my mind was like these guys I just because you know like he's taking breaks but I feel like he's the, like in the situation like the most evil interpretation would be like he does that and then he just walks away and you're just there, yeah. right? So what do you do? You're yeah. just tied up. And then, like, you just watch him eat for some reason. Like, just a bowl of Fruit Loops and his stick's still hard. And you're like, no. Like, why? why stop looking at me. I got some friends that are going to come over. Gets, yeah. You might, you might want to relax. <laughs> you boys both a little tense. I'm having a party later. You might want to relax. You clean his asshole. <laughs> Y'all ever seen the human centipede? You're about to be one. I'm gonna shit in your mouth. And if you don't shit in his, I'm gonna cut your arms off. And I'm gonna worst. shove him up your ass. This is the worst fucking visual. <laughs> I just wanna get you upon some old Schadenfreude of it though. Like when you hear that, that criminals got caught and raped, it's like, well. I mean, don't fucking break into someone's house. Of course. But there's <laughs> levels of, of true blue depravity that even... Like, okay, this is where the joke... Like, we would be canceled hardcore already because <laughs> it's it's rape and jokage. Yeah. But it's like... My my response would be, to that would be, of course you don't want someone breaking into your home. Of course you they're due some retribution. And of course you don't necessarily have to use the law... But like, can we just rape him once? Can we like, can we rape him a little? <laughs> one rape, let one him go. rape. Yeah. You know, smack him around. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm not here to give ideas. I'm just saying, like, but just five days. Yeah, well, because we're talking rape. about terms of instances. We're saying that the guy's tied up, just watching it happen, mm-hmm. and he hasn't had the thought yet that this guy might do this a hundred times yeah. over five days. Yeah. You know these kind of guys that can bust nuts on fucking. There's just weird people in this world, sexual, sexually wise. Yeah, I just that can do kind of weird things just biologically. I let alone with their own, you know, whatever sociopathic activity right. is going right. on in their in their brain. Well, yeah, I just learned. I was I was listening to an interview with. Uh, let's get off the subject, and I'll pivot with this. I was listening to an interview with. Um, can I get a pillow, sir? <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up. Vomit don't turn me off, boy. Because, <laughs> like, part of your thinking would be like, oh, if I puke, he'll stop. Nope. I'll, I'll shit. Nope. nope. Oh, puke, boy. If I puke or shit, he'll stop. No, I won't. <laughs> He's going to put that shit back in you. <laughs> fuck. Move on. Alan's having a hard time with this. I was listening to an interview with Sam Neill uh, from Jurassic Park and other films. And he just made a, like an indie film called Rams. I don't know the story of it, but uh, Mark Maron was the one interviewing him. And he was asking if the balls in the movie were real. And Sam Neill said, yeah, uh, male ram. He said, you know, 
the male is the ram, the the female are the sheep. It's like cows and bulls. He said, and ram testicles are that big. They're they're like they're like the size of fucking cantaloupes. Okay. They're huge. And, and he said that they have to be because one ram can um, uh, mount. I think he said eighty-seven sheep in a day. Sounds right. And he and Mark Maron's like, so he can he can nut inside eighty-seven like eighty a day. Mm. And Mark said something like, I mean, I'm good for two, maybe, <laughs> you know. <sighs> These and, days. And so, to your point with the the uh, chest-haired rapists, like there could be some dude out there, combination of mental, you know sadisticness and ram balls who's like hey I'm good for about 10 loads a day there's two of you that's five and five obviously I'm gonna take it more eight and two I like your look more I can just tell you're gonna get two obviously you tie it up so y'all can't make the chalk marks with the line through it on the wall I'll do it for you so once you once you had one I'll put the mark on the wall we're gonna tape the first few just to get an idea of what everyone likes mainly me after that we'll improvise how y'all feel about leather hoods you know what? I don't care. You're going to wear them anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been reading about lately. And and kind of well, taking my brain space into these places of like... I'm glad I missed that part of the news. I don't think it's news. I, I think a lot of times, like what I've noticed is... Uh, and we can wrap it up after this. I know you want to have a well, short dog. Rape. I just noticed I get... Like, I... So, I don't do social media much, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I, I think how the algorithm works then, if you stop engaging, yeah, it just feeds you whatever you've like been, you've liked or been in a group of, yeah. Because like I don't see anyone's actual, like I don't really see, I, I see your stuff, but I don't really see like yeah, there's probably like five people. That on a regular basis, I'll see their posts or I'll see something. Yeah, Whereas I get know like what to show you anymore because you're not interacting with with things. Right. So what I'm saying is that they're just showing me like stuff that I definitely interact with. Mm-hmm. Like the reason that I'm on there to begin with, like the Carl Pilkington groups, yeah. the Ricky Gervais stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm in this great new group for those who may be of interest. I believe we've watched it on the pod. Feel certain the Burbs. We did. Yeah. Yeah. It it's just says the Burbs is the greatest movie ever, and these people are like diehards for the Burbs, which I like. Instagram's uh, search feature is similar. Within Instagram, you have your feed. You can obviously go look at someone specific, but there's also just a catch-all where you just press the, the magnifying glass, and it shows you random profiles you might be interested based on what you follow. And I love that because it's a mix of titties and lingerie and golf videos yeah and it's just back and forth and then occasionally something photography related so it's like here's uh brooks kepka highlights from the phoenix open here's some russian titties might be underage here's tiger let's, woods let's wrap it you with know? this let's, ra- let's wrap it with this hypothetical You're, you get to you get to direct uh abby gabby carter i forgot in a golf themed better than that one mm. than the one we've seen yeah, that was shoddy. Just because they were actually look like they were actually trying to sneak it, which they might have been. No, the problem with that video was the guy behind the camera. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't the only problem. Oh, bro, touch your pussy! <laughs> Whoa, bro! Whoa, bro! Do you think I'll get to? No, Dude, I tell, we, no, you we, won't. We've talked about this on the pod. I can't, there is nothing that will make me not enjoy that video. <laughs> but uh, nothing yeah. like that. With, with uh, what I'm saying is. 
that's how you kill it for me. Is the well, guy, yeah, the, the guy behind the camera? Let me, the one I always, listen. There is one video. I'm not going to give you every detail. <laughs> a little bit of porn to wrap it up is a good way to go. Sure. There's a video out there that is for me. Spot on. Is it Gabby Carter? No, it's this one-off. I've never seen it. It's like clearly mm. might actually be a situation where like a guy met girl at bar mm. and told her that yeah. he made porn. Yeah. And he might, but this is where he sent it. Shut the. Seriously, what the fuck? Like, go away. Well, that's a nice sound. Anyways, so you know, it's really great. Her, she's not super hot. She looks like you might actually know her. Right. She's pretty. She's voluptuous. Big old titties. And really into it without, without, you could tell she wasn't a professional but was having a good time. Right. All the things. Great big old hog in the scene. All the things we're looking for for an A plus C. (laughs) Big old dick. But the problem was. I like the man's penis to be small. While it was going on. Oh, I like a big heart throbbing. (laughs) Yeah. While it was going on, I just noticed. I, I, I was hearing things, and I thought it was him. I thought it was the, our guy, right? The the big old fella, uh, saying like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Yeah. It wasn't. Our guy <laughs> was quiet. It was the guy behind the camera. I yeah. found out later. Yeah. That was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, drop it. Yeah. yeah, put it there, put it there." I thought that was the guy the whole time. So, anyways, the whole thing was, I get to the the first time I seen this video, I'm loving it. Yeah. Because I didn't know yet about that. Mm-hmm. You get to the end, and it, when you can see everyone, and you can see that it's not our guy mm-hmm. that's talking, and he goes to fucking, you know, do they coup de gras mm-hmm. on the obvious face of this poor hapless girl they met at TJ Maxx. <laughs> when he goes to do this, the dude's giving a, a squirt by squirt break, I'm sorry, breakdown of this one. He's like, oh, look at that one. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> Instantly, it was like, oh, oh no, no. There's no friends like that. (laughs) Surely there aren't. Can you imagine a scenario? I mean, you've told these stories about the summers where it was all you can golf for $100. Can you imagine a scenario where you and Burke are playing, you know, know, your, your third round of 18 and some hottie comes out there and she's like, hey, you want to take me down at the next, you know, piss spot on, you know, hole 17? And then Bert's videoing it with whatever version of a phone you would have had at 18 years old going, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be super descriptive here. Well, what I'm saying is, like, as each fucking blast of cum was shooting out of this man, the dude, yeah, oh, that's a good one, bro. Like, could you, could you even maintain an erection if Burke was within five feet of you uh, cheering you up? I couldn't. <laughs> If, like, my best friend from high school is like, yeah, yeah, fuck her. But, all right, can you leave, please? Can you go, like, just to another room or another part of the, the golf course or a different stall? Like, why are you in here with us? Like, just go somewhere else for a few, like, four minutes, tops. And, like, stop giving me a play-by-play. I'm in here. I see what's happening. I don't need you to describe it for me. You're not helping. You're only hurting. My stomach hurts. But yeah, so I'll, let me get back to the hypothetical and then we'll go. Great video, but let's all agree we don't need a fucking blow-by-blow commentator. These fucking birds that came out of nowhere. They're just right sending us off. So you got, you're got you the director, you got Gabby Carter, you got whatever ideal golf location you want to shoot at for some weird reason. We'll say that, we'll say that... <laughs> no, not the Masters. We'll say that you, you've got, you, you bought 
the 17th island hole at TPC Sawgrass. Okay. You got the whole crew out there on the famous 17th. Mm. And let's say... It doesn't matter. Like, you, you get to choose one golfer to be your guy in the scene with Gabby Carter oh. on the TPC at 17. He has to be a real golfer. Oh. Well, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot involved with the casting. I'm going to need to see Dong. You know, well, I can tell you right now. I can't just go off of off of what they look like in their Puma clothes. You know what I mean? I'm going to need to see how, whether or not they hang Dong. I don't want to say Brooks Kepka all the way and then have him show up and have a fucking a midget dick. Okay, let's say that... Here's the three. You want to give you three? Or can we just throw in a caveat where, like, all professional golfers are hanging dong? Well, I'll just say DJ hangs dong. He wears pants where there's really no ifs, ands, or buts to get away around it. Okay. So we'll have DJ Kepka. So these are two big guys. Yeah. Then I'm going to throw a Justin Thomas in there. Just Let's just assume... Let's just, let's just assume he's got, like, an 11-inch hanger. Justin Thomas could be in the gaver <laughs> that we shoot. Like, this is what you get for saying the F word, bitch. <laughs> Oh, what, was that you, what was that you called yourself when you missed that putt? <laughs> Bend over. All right, not just, not JT. How about? Uh, I just feel like there's got to be a twink in there. It can't all be. It can't all be like DJ and Kepka are two big old boys. And if you're yeah. get, if we're assuming it for this scenario, Mickelson. We'll get we'll get a, an old timer. Yeah, we'll get a daddy angle in there. Okay, <laughs> okay. You get you get Phil Mickelson. I'm just gonna say DJ. Three. Let's run an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Get an Eiffel Tower going, a DP Eiffel Tower. They can all high five. Uh, I I think you sold me. I I hadn't. I didn't have. I didn't have anybody yet. I didn't have anybody yet. And something about the body type of just a flabby Phil. But he's he's fit now. Phil's he's he's pretty fit. He's got that. He's fit is relative. He's fit for his, He's not. He's not fucking. Uh, he's fifty. Yeah. Well, my point is, he's not uh, DeChambeau or Kepka fit. No, DeChambeau. He's got a baby penis. You can just tell. Well, he'd be like trying to figure out the most uh, mathematically efficient way of putting his dick in her. Like, all right, you're out, bud. You're taking all the fun out of this game. So this is anal. All right. So we're gonna be down with. All right. You're taking all the fun out of the game. <laughs> See, my putter, it goes all the way up to my armpit. Yeah, please leave. What's the name of that fucking thing? I'm sick. The sick putter. Please leave. You're not, you're you're ruining. Anyways, enjoy your wonderful show. I don't know when we'll do it again. W-F-U-C-K! Bam! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 97.5! 